You're listening to Radio Podcast. Radio Radio Podcast. Radio Radio Podcast. 21st Century Entrepreneurship. Sandra. Hi Martin. Uh, what is your daily here and now? Can you introduce yourself? Sure. So um, I'm Sandra Smith and I am a marketing consultant, uh, copywriter and digital projects manager based here in the UK, down in uh, Devon, in the southwest of England. And um, I've been freelance on and off for about nine years now, but I've been working sort of in this current guise of Sandra Smith marketing um, just since the beginning of this year. I launched my website around about Christmas time and I've just been slowly building it up because I've chosen to use a blog As my home page, the content's always fresh and you know, it gives people reasons to keep coming back and checking in with me. And what the home page is? It's sandrasmith.co.co. You're actually, you're actually writing as well. Yes, I am a writer as well as marketing consultant. Um, for me, the two really go hand in hand. because you can't have good marketing without good copy. So with the kind of content marketing push of the last five years or so, it's become more and more important to either write yourself or hire someone that can write for you, manage your blog, put out blogs two or three times a week, which is the recommended amount by companies like HubSpot. Companies that blog three times a week see about a 50% increase in traffic, according to HubSpot's figures, uh, over those that don't blog. You know, it makes mm-hmm. sense. So, so you, you have some, some kind of packages, bundles? Uh, how is it working? I do custom tailor my package uh-huh. to meet, who, uh, meet the needs because... A lot of it will depend on the industry. Everyone has a specialist industry that they work in, whether it's photography, solar energy. Depending on my familiarity with it, it depends on the rate I will charge. If it's a more technical offer, then obviously I'll have to do more research and spend more time kind of immersing myself in that industry 
uh, before I can write intelligently about it. Uh -huh, so you analyze it, you... Uh -huh, okay. Mm -hmm. So I might charge a slightly higher rate to a solar energy company than I would to, say, um, another marketing agency. Yeah, it's understandable. Topics. Yeah, I'm already um, au fait with. But so I, I try to be very flexible. You know, yeah, I do. I do have some kind of baseline packages that I offer, which include blogging and then the social media management side of things on top of it. That's also something that, you know, busy professionals, small business owners don't have the time for. have some completely different focus can you can you uh, that sounds very interesting can you share with us uh, some success stories yeah absolutely so um i've got two that i've got up on my website actually um so they're under the client section but i can give you just a brief overview of um, one of them or both of them but Uh, one was a data scientist that I worked with recently. He's based out of Seattle and um, really super smart guy, member of Mensa, worked for Microsoft previously as a program manager, got his PhD from Birkbeck in London, which is a bit of a coincidence because I actually did a course there when I was studying history at King's. So that was funny that he we met on BB, social networking site I'm an ambassador of, and we had some things in common. He did his PhD in machine learning, and I actually worked for a company that was using machine learning for advertising. So... Um, we hit it off on BB, and then he said, hey, can you help me do more uh, to get video views on the videos that he produced for O'Reilly Safari? Because he obviously gets paid commissions depending on how, how many times those videos are viewed. So they're really good videos, very informative, but also anyone can understand them. They don't have to be a data scientist. He's really good at kind of putting very difficult concepts into layman's terms. So I said, sure, you know, I can get you some more views. So what we did is ran a month test and just, you know, that was kind of all he had budget for at that time. And because he was on a tight budget, he didn't want to do any paid ads to start if possible. So it was all social media um, juice, if you like. Yeah, I was able to get him about 17, nearly 1,800 clicks just in a month-long period. And some of those went to his blog, which he also wanted his traffic. And then a lot of those went to, obviously, video views. And then the rest went to social media um, pages that I helped him set up and kind of 
make a bit more branding around because he hadn't really put up a, a branded header. So I just kind of gave him more of a, a presence online. And then obviously my work paid for itself in terms of the increased commissions he got from the video views. So um, so that that's an so example. So he was, he was able to... to to see the return of investment basically exactly yeah yeah um you know i didn't press him too much on what exactly the, his margin is i don't need to know that i just need to know what my client what their kpi is that they're working towards so are they working towards increased sales are they in um, working towards increasing leads or in this case you know it was an increase in video views and I will just create programs around whatever that target is. Use my kind of 15-year experience to know what what's going to work well. So for him, you know, Twitter was a big driver. LinkedIn turned out to be a really big driver. LinkedIn groups and then also email marketing, emailing out to all the different contacts in his network, telling them to go check out some of his videos. As we are speaking about entrepreneurs' challenges they are facing in in the 21st century reality, what do you experience from your perspective, globally speaking, are some of those challenges? The client side and also the people in my network who have gone ahead and actually, you know, mm-hmm. created an app or created a social networking site or whatever um, their idea is and they've actually brought that to market I think the uh, main problem is getting seed funding or once they pass the seed stage getting additional rounds of funding that's always going to be a challenge Um, you know even though here in the UK and I'm sure it's the same throughout most of Europe there are a lot of government programs in place now because government realizes that startups can turn into these billion dollar unicorns and end up you know employing tens of thousands of people of course it's just choosing the right ones to back but you know i think it is it's less the case in america where you, where you get funded over here the government you know will back you up assuming that you've got a business model that you know from my point of view from my experience a lot of entrepreneurs are by by themselves they are yeah. so and and you are uh, one of your expertise uh, is the social mass media if i understand that well networking is very important as well isn't it yeah i th- i think that's what i was going to say is that if you don't already have investors or angel investors Um, or VCs in your network, then obviously getting funding is going to be a challenge for you. You might have a great app or a brilliant idea that's solving a great problem, but to take it to the next level, you know, first you need to get that investment so you can hire a full-time engineer. You know, they don't come cheap, but then you also have to obviously sell, sell your app and get those first two or three... Um, big clients in the door that you can then you know run case studies and success stories and and press releases and all that good stuff and they will then sort of 
prove that you know you've you're on the right track you've created something that people want and it's it's valuable but there you know it's just it's ongoing from there really and that's kind of where I come in you know I just I help them get more exposure mainly online but just kind of help them when when they're in that launch mode and they want to kind of progress to establish building their reputation up building their search engine result placements up so that they're starting to challenge the you know whoever is the established companies in their field and the best way to do that is to knock them off the top spot in google if you can but it's not easy because google is always going to rank content that you know is is seen as authoritative there's not much you can do in terms of seo trickery these days what you can do is put out fresh content, well-written content, interesting, shareable content, and Google will favor that fresh content above something that's two or three years old. So you can be smart and strategic about knocking off your competitors off the front page, but um, it does just take a bit more thought and you know, maybe speaking to someone like me who can come in do the research that on your keywords and phrases and then kind of come in and, and help you devise a plan of attack. So just producing links uh, is not a good strategy anymore? It's not as good as it was. Um, it doesn't matter so much how many links. They have to be authoritative links. Um, and a lot more of the algorithms are looking at your social media presence so if you've only got 100 followers on Twitter and Facebook, um, that's going to factor into how high up your, your profile is going to rank when someone types in uh-huh. your company name or your, you know, your industry. you are ambassador of uh, BB is that yeah. a network network platform as well yeah it is um, it's not like Google it's more of a cross between Facebook and LinkedIn and the idea of BB is that you can be yourself uh, your work self and your personal self um, as one on BB you don't have to kind of switch personas like you do on the other platforms you know on LinkedIn I'm very I share work-related or one type of content. Um, and then on Facebook is obviously a different, completely different type. Well, BB's kind of meeting in the middle saying, you know, just be yourself, build your personal brand, um, and you actually will have a stronger personal brand and a stronger network if you're connected to people that you have similar interests in. You might not work in the same industry, um you know you might be in completely different countries completely different stages of your career but if mm. you have common commonality 
whether yeah. it's work or, or personal related, that makes for longer lasting, um, more rewarding kind of social engagement. Most of people are always talking about mainstream, LinkedIn, Facebook, Skype. Uh, are there some newcomers? Well, yes, um, BB, who I mentioned already, it's great for bloggers because mm -hmm. bloggers now have readers um, because BB shows everyone who follows you, you get an update that you've posted a blog. Well, that's obviously not the case on LinkedIn anymore because they're trying to get back to the business basics. They, um, they've kind of limited you know how how many bloggers um get get page views quite frankly you can see the the contrast in numbers to where you know i used to get 60 70 readers um 5 10 likes and now it's like one or two views but bb is the opposite bb i started my account about a year ago but i only really started putting content on there regularly about 3 months ago and, um, you know, if I get less than a thousand, I think, views, I think that's actually a bad result. Not a bad result. I just think, oh, well, that didn't do as well as I thought it might. But, you know, some of my posts on there have got three, four thousand views now. Um, tons of engagement, tons of positive feedback and, you know, good conversations and as a result of that I've actually made not only friends all around the world but also business contacts and the client that I mentioned earlier the data scientist yeah I met him on BB so it does work. independent professionals or SMEs uh, to get in advantage? Yeah, I think all this talk about personal brands these days, um, it is relevant. I mean, some people kind of eye roll when they hear or see people talking about personal brands. They think maybe it's another made-up kind of concept by these social media gurus and whatnot. But and you know I can see I can see why they may may think that. But the fact is that everyone does have a personal brand now. If you've ever commented, um, as Gary Vaynerchuk said, if you've ever commented online on anything or ever created a social media profile, you have a personal brand. You know whether you, whether you want to or not. So, um, you know, it's more relevant for individual business owners to kind of take stock of what their personal brand is. I do do that as well. I consult with people on what their personal brand is currently 
saying to the world and I also give them suggestions for improvement and it's not normally like the things that you might associate like oh get a better profile pic although you know I might say that too to be fair but it it's more stuff like you know well have you tried creating a blog because a blog is the best place to not only soundboard out your own thinking on different topics but tell the world kind of what you think and why you think that and it it gives people insight into who you are um in you know no you know the next best thing would be to meet you in person and sit there talking to you for hours uh which isn't really practical today's world so the next best thing well I'm gonna I'm gonna read your blog so that's why BB is kind of cropped up and why so much of the site is dedicated to blogging because that's really kind of the centerpiece of personal brand is what you have to say Um, and can you say it in an eloquent fashion can you say it in a way that is convincing can you win people over to your point of view well if you answer yes to all of those things then you might be someone I want to work with or or you know employ him into my organization so that's that's why personal brand is so important now um and you know it doesn't have to be a written blog it can be a podcast like what you're doing or um you can have a youtube channel and um, anything that kind of just showcases you really and put you know um puts your ideas out there into the world so you're not you don't come across as just kind of another sheep you know chained to your desk and plodding along in in your career kind of doing it in a bit of a blinkered fashion where you're not really awake as to what's going on maybe in the industry or in the world in general and you know that that might suit some organizations they they don't want you to think too much they just want you to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) but if you're going for more of a sort of managerial senior level then I think they they are going to want you to have opinions and be able to back up your opinions with you know evidence or or at least experience so that's what I would suggest to to people like me and you who are kind of building up our own business is start mm-hmm. start with you take time to do a blog it doesn't take it doesn't take as long as you think and actually it can get quite addictive once you start i learned a lot today from you sandra and wish you all the best with your business keep in touch and looking forward to our next interview thanks martin 